Breakfast, where we give you a hearty serving of insider tips and business strategies to help fuel your day so you can thrive in the construction industry. Now, here's your host, Tip Top Tim Fitch. And welcome to the next episode of the Construction Big Breakfast. And I'm Tim, Tip Top Tim Fitch, and I've got a very, very special guest today, Salman Khan. Hello. And Salman Khan is from the uh, Toronto Global, and you will hear a little bit more about that later in the discussion. But Salman, just to get things rolling, I always ask my guests, what did you have for breakfast? Sure, I was this morning, uh, I was Prada Manjari, you know what? Prada Manjari is my go-to-go. Uh, you know, it's, it's quick, it's fast, and uh, so I can't really remember what I had for breakfast. It's coffee and maybe a muffin. Coffee and a muffin? Yeah. Come on. Yes. Well, I can tell you what I had, because I ordered something special. I used to, I go to a, there's a cafe near our office, so I had a little meeting with Cameron yeah. I had beans on toast with poached eggs and bacon. Very English. Of course. Yes. <laughs> what I've found travelling the world is cuisine's not our strong suit, but we are good at breakfasts. Well, you know, when I'm in London, the best part is the food. You can get any kind of food all over the world, any cuisine in London. And I guess it's also because I usually stay around Trafalgar Square, but that is a really multicultural, very diverse area, and any kind of cuisine you want, you can find it there. That's right. We'll come back to Trafalgar Square later in the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So, Salman, let's just, just talk about Toronto Global, sure. which is how we met. Yes, it? Yeah. Um, must have been about just over a year ago. It was. So Toronto Global is based in Toronto, Canada, and we're a government-funded agency, uh, funded by all three levels of government, the federal government of Canada, the province of Ontario, and uh, the Toronto region, municipalities, of which there are about 24. And our mandate is foreign investment attraction. So that means we work with established international companies like yours, that are looking to expand outside of their home markets, and for, whatever, for a variety of reasons, it could be to find a uh, bigger market share, it could be to find talent, it could be reduced costs. And my job is to put Toronto at top of mind of these companies when they're thinking about crossing the pond. Generally, if you're a European or UK-based company and you want to expand your North America, you would think about New York or Chicago or Boston or the West Coast. However, uh, my job is to put Toronto in that top five list, so the decision makers in the UK also consider Toronto as, as one of the expansion locations. So that involves a lot of, you know, due diligence, obviously. So my I work with decision makers to help them understand the Toronto market. What does the market opportunity look like? Uh, what are the benefits? What are the costs? What does the talent pipeline look like? And those sort of things to build a case for why Toronto makes sense, and we do competitive analysis, we can do uh, uh, data uh, analysis between Toronto and other cities that you're considering. And if Toronto wins that case, then it's about operationalizing the expansion, so that includes, you know, understanding how to build a legal entity, how to build the organizational structure, where to find the talent, connections to universities and colleges, um, accounting, taxes, uh, how to bring senior executives based in the UK 
to Toronto, for example, to lead, to lead the organization. So those are the sort of, sort of things we do, due diligence and then helping you ex actually expand physically into the Toronto region. Yeah, I can remember some of those conversations yes. we had sort of last June or July, I think it was, yes. which is, yeah, literally we had the idea to uh, enter the Canadian market in April last year. Yes. Came to me in a flash where I was in Vancouver with uh, doing one of these for somebody else, funny mm -hmm. enough. Somebody who I'd known, the only person I knew in Vancouver. And we had, uh, we made a, made a, literally a podcast really for his business there to help him. So he taught me LinkedIn marketing as was uh, a few years before. And right at the end, we wrapped up and he said, Well, you know, what's making the money now? Uh, and I said, well, in the UK, you know, the, we, we're doing these R&D tax credits, and they've just gone bonkers, you know, we've got our core right. sort of uh, strategy offering, which is right. fine. But this is fuel huge growth, and it's just been tremendous for everybody. And he just said, oh, we've got something that sounds like that here, we call it Shred. That's right. Which <laughs> you know, of course. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't stop thinking about it on the way home on the plane with my family and I got back and we got one of the interns and said, look, just get on Google and find out everything you can about this right. because yeah, it's a, something new for us. Right. We were worried about, you know, we needed to diversify, put the UK for all the reasons around Brexit and things like that. Right. Plus, yeah, our there's no doubt that the R&D at the time there was a perception around political risk. I don't think yeah. there is actually at the moment, but uh, then there was that you know, could get turned down or something. So I thought we needed to go somewhere else to do right. it or do something. And yeah. this had this idea. So by the end of April last year, we decided to enter the Canadian market. And we spent May developing the plan without really ever hearing about Toronto Global, but <laughs> part of implementing that plan, somebody suggested we meet up. Right. And uh, so it's been a, a bit more than a year. So how quickly have you progressed? Right. So we, I think when we met was in June last yes. year. And I just literally that day made some videos for right. part of an online marketing campaign. Right. But I'd also just met uh, a guy who's now an associate around us, a guy called Stephen Bald, and we did a deal for him to do some introductions for me. Right. And I went back the following month in July. So we've made all the online stuff, all the clever stuff, uh, using LinkedIn right. as a lead generator, driving people to a website, there's a video on the website, sign up for a sales event in October. In reality, I came back in July, did 13 sales meetings, and eight people said yes. And over the summer, we got that eight converted to five actual signed contracts. So in September, we started. Then in October, we ran the sales event. Right. We got three more hot leads, uh, two of which converted. We started those in January. And then right. in December, when we were around, we went to the trade one of those construction trade events and we picked somebody up there. So by end of January we had about eight signed up clients. That's and we've been implementing those now. And then of course you helped us you know, find the lawyers for the legal entity right. and uh, the accountants right. and all that stuff. So the business is uh, properly incorporated now. We've got revenue, we've got cash coming into our Canadian bank account, Bank of Montreal and Invoices are going out right. and all that sort of stuff. And as uh, I think it's 
just before we started, I said to you that literally just this week we have signed a, a partnership agreement with the Canadian Construction Association yeah. to become their preferred sort of partner for doing SR and ED or shred credits for right. Canadian construction businesses. That's a huge This is amazing. Yeah. Literally, uh, <laughs> 18 months after having the idea. So last month we were in Ottawa meeting up with Mary and her team. And of course, every day now we're developing a lot of marketing material with them to help them. Uh, really, what they're trying to do, and it's a very worthy thing, is to get uh, more money right. into innovation for construction yeah. because you've got a vibrant industry. But the industry, yeah, from the discussions we've had, that the, the industry senses that it's a bit behind the curve, mm -hmm. and yeah, it's. Right. But the, the so the idea is we can get the, the tax credits into the system because it's woefully underclaimed right. in Canada. Well, the Canadian system is generous compared with the UK. Uh, construction hasn't been claiming its. I'll say its fair share what it's entitled to. Right. And for the same reasons we found in the UK, you know, people in construction are modest. They right. think modestly about what they do. Um, which is a virtue, right, in a way. But of course, it, it, it's actually a barrier right. when you've actually got to ask for the money. Yeah. So what that's part of our job is to educate people that you you are being innovative. Right. You are doing stuff day to day, right. which you can claim. The gov yeah, the CRA or the federal government says, yeah, in their definition, is research and development, and that's the key because. Right. It's defined in a tax code. It's right. written by tax people <laughs> for tax people, right. and people who do the meat and potatoes in construction clearly haven't read it. Right. Why would they? And if they haven't read it, they wouldn't understand it. It's not written in, in using language they understand. So, it, when we first came across it, it took me uh, about a year to get my head around it. Mm -hmm. really understand yeah. what um, what it meant for construction because you know I spent my life on the technical side and the operational side in construction and I, but of course I've never read that yeah yeah so he's almost bringing those two domains of knowledge together of course where they overlap cries a pop gold there for somebody right so that's really what we're doing now, the interesting thing is and we'll come back to this later is that you know the whole R&D tax thing was invented in Canada in the yeah, 80s. Yeah, yeah. And uh, eventually we picked up on it, so it was 15 years. But other other countries around the world have done the same. Yeah. Uh, so it now becomes a platform on which countries compete for wood investment. Right. It's uh, that is an advantage for Canada. It is. It is. It's one of the most popular programs for companies that are thinking about doing R&D in Canada. Um, for Canadian control corporations, it can be over 50% of the investment, which you're is right. quite significant. Uh, however, even if you're a foreign control corporation, it can range, you probably know this better than I do, maybe 15 to 30%, but uh, yeah. that's generally where it's typically is. around 18 in the Ontario. Yeah. And of course, that compares with 12% for a large company in the UK. Yeah, so even for a foreign-owned business operating in Ontario, uh, it's fifty percent better than the UK. Yeah, the UK is yeah. okay, but the, yeah. from what I say is okay. It's 
compared with a lot of places. Right. But Canada's much more generous. Right. And uh, so I think the Canadian, you know, we're construction, the Canadian construction industry is a massive opportunity to get it some is. money in yeah, and innovate to the next level. Yeah, I was just looking up some information on the construction industry. Apparently it's the fifth largest construction industry globally. And um, wouldn't surprise uh, me. Yeah. Big, I'll just give you the statistics that I know. I mean, if you compare it with the UK, you know, the Canadian economy is about half the UK, the population is about half. Right. The construction is about half, it's seven or eight percent of the total economy. Right. So, what you're me doesn't surprise me. Yeah. And uh, we are, as in Canada, is going to construction boom. I mean, you know, modern Canada was built in the 50s and 60s, where you have the universities and hospitals and highways and this and that. But now I think there's a, another boom in place. In 2017, the federal government announced a 12-year budget of about $180 billion of investment in construction and infrastructure and, and all this. And uh, at the and 7% of the working age population in Canada works in the construction industry. And 7% is also the GDP contribution of the construction yeah. industry to, to Canada. It's quite a sizable uh, industry. It's probably number two. I don't know whether what the biggest one in Canada is probably water, gas, and minerals, or something yeah. like that, or agriculture. It's number two in the UK after healthcare. Right. The NHS is right. the, that's the biggest thing now. But uh, it, and I think that's an interesting story for our UK yeah. um, listeners and viewers because. What I've seen, because I now come from an infrastructure background, right. so I'm very interested in what's happening on the railways, the metro system in yes. Toronto, where A, there's the massive money being invested right. uh, and it needs it right. because you, know, you just need more of it. And there's a lot of Brits now working in Toronto yeah. because yeah, there's a there's a shortage of expertise. There's a shortage of Absolutely. yeah, because now you've got such a ramp up, you've, mm -hmm. just, you've got to get it from somewhere. Of course, there's big opportunities. So that means big opportunities for UK Brits who want to move out there. Mm -hmm. But also, I think there's big opportunities for UK-based businesses to not just us <laughs> on the periphery. But if you're in, if you're into engineering or, or actual construction, particularly right. around the world. The railways, the right. the fact that you've got the expertise about how to build stuff on a right. live railway is right. much in demand. Yes, I've been seeing interest from railway engineering companies, urban design, architecture yeah. companies, looking at the different big projects happening in Ontario. You know, one of them being the Pearson Airport extension. I mean, today the Pearson Airport handles about 50 million passengers. But from by 2043, they're expecting that to be at 110 million. So they need to be able to uh, scale the existing infrastructure and you know be able to add uh, capacity to be able to handle that sort of volume. Um, the other big uh, construction, obviously, is the Toronto Transit Commission, the subway, which here you call it the Tube. Um, it's uh, you know there's several different projects within the TTC. As we speak, so we all need expertise in design, yes. in our engineering, and architecture, and it's a great opportunity for uh, UK businesses to get out there and learn about the different uh, projects available. Another recent development in the last year has been the Canada Infrastructure Bank, 
that you might have heard about. They have about $35 billion worth of seed money, which are out there to, you know, to attract private investors to come and work with the infrastructure bank and local, provincial and municipal governments on projects that will, you know, uh, be good for the public. So this includes um, transportation, green infrastructure, broadband like 5G, and you know just uh, and transit. So those listening, uh, those businesses listening to this, should certainly go out there, do a little bit more research on the Canadian Infrastructure Bank and how you can work with them in order to win projects across Canada. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, that should be really interesting for yeah. our, our viewers because yeah, I can't get across how much obvious money there is right. that's being invested in infrastructure. Right. And that the expertise about how to do it, there's just not enough people there. No. It's, it's, no. it's such an expansion. Right. And, uh, I mean, obviously, I was say rail's my thing, and I was uh, actually did technical stuff. Uh, right. uh, yeah, I've, I've met British businesses that are there yeah. already, and they've won very substantial contracts right. without having any local track record because yeah. they clearly have got something to contribute. Right. And you can, you can say, look, and bring that the mm -hmm. way of working right. around yeah. live railways that right. we know from the UK. Our UK experience, and we can right. apply it here and overcome problems which everyone's scratching their head. How right. do you do it? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's exciting times, I think. It's exciting times. I agree. Yeah. So, how long are you in uh, the UK for this visit? Six days. It's day five, I leave tomorrow. So, I was here on Saturday morning. Um, I'm here to meet with UK based companies that are interested in learning more about expanding to the Toronto region. Um, you know, there are different stages of their life, life cycle of expansion. Some are just starting to learn about what's happening in the Toronto region. Others are, have decided now they just need to real, you know, do a little bit more due diligence. Um, others are on their way, so they need help operationalizing. So it's exciting times. I think uh, the businesses here are now starting to realize the opportunity that the Toronto region offers in terms of, you know, act, act, acting as a North American hub. Yeah, and I, that's, that's what's so exciting, that uh, there's all this activity going right. on right. to try and uh, right. get us Brits over to Toronto. It yeah. must be a bit harder this time of year, because it's getting, the temperature's beginning to drop, because uh, there are some issues, aren't there? There are some issues. We haven't said the B word yet, but certainly there is a level of, you know, um, slowness in decision making or putting decisions yes. on hold or leaving them past 31st of October, who knows what happens at that date, but um, despite the fact, um, you know, there's still some uh, companies in our pipeline that are still exploring and they might have put the decision on hold, but yeah. uh, the other side of uh, Christmas, I think we can expect things to um, get in the way. Okay, that's, that's really good. We just have the two minute warning from <laughs> From Sarah. Now, just a couple of things you've got to explain. Yes. I mean, yeah. uh, you're wearing a tuxedo or a yes. dinner jacket, as we'd That's say right. in London, and I'm not yes. yet. Yes. But this evening, uh, Sam was coming as a guest of mine to a livery dinner for those that uh, 
may, you may not know, livery, the livery companies in the City of London are yeah. ancient, mostly institutions, and they're essentially fellowship clubs for people of like mind. So the one we're going to tonight is the Worship Company of Constructors, yes. and we are installing our new master right. as we speak. It's, in the, it's being done now. So the new master that you'll meet this evening is Sir Vivian Ramsey, who used to be, uh, he was a judge, and, okay. uh, but he used to be the chief judge of the technology court, so he used to do all of the construction disputes and things like that. Very interesting. Uh, when he had his main career. So that's why Salman came prepared, he's got his uh, tuxedo or dinner jacket on, and I'll be changing him mm -hmm. shortly. And just to wrap up, I saw on LinkedIn that you were at the Canadian Embassy at a function. Was it Monday night? Yes, Monday night. Uh, it was exciting times. Uh, Mayor of Toronto, John Tory, was uh, in London for a couple of days and uh, he, he hosted a reception in the evening to invite potential investors to learn about what's happening in the city of Toronto and why they should invest there. Uh, it was a great event. He's a great ambassador for Toronto. Yeah. He sells it really well, and uh, we had a great time. And a lot, lots of businesses showed up to learn about Toronto. And coincidentally, because I saw yes. your post on LinkedIn, uh, the following night, yeah. uh, one of uh, our employees, in fact, just met him, yes. uh, Alec Tal. Right. He was nominated for one of the community sponsorship awards. Very good which the awards evening was hosted in Canada House on Tuesday night. And this is another import from yeah. Canada. <laughs> we, we were slow to come to the party. This whole right. community support program started in Canada apparently decades ago, which is to help right. refugees settle. Okay. And uh, anyway, uh, Allah is, I didn't know this, but he is a pretty big name in that in the UK. He's Syrian. Right. And he'd been nominated by some people from Devon, which is oh, yeah. somewhat, this, this is where my brother lives, in the West Country, right. in a little village called Ottery St. Mary. Okay. You want to look them up on YouTube? Okay. Because they've got some very strange, um, what's the word, uh, rituals that they go through this time of year. Okay. With flaming barrels of tar on their back. Sounds on, on Guy Fawkes and right. But he'd helped uh, a Syrian family settle there, and anyway, to cut a long story short, he won. He won wow. his category. So we had a we, we we had a very great evening. It was a really great evening. Great. Um, so thanks very much, Salmon. Yeah. We've both you. been to the Canadian Embassy this week, and we've had a, we've had a very good chat today. Uh, I just hope everyone's enjoyed this episode. Uh, we'll be back in a week or two's time, and keep eating those breakfasts. Is your business feeling blue? Don't ignore it. A business is like the human body. It is a complex set of interdependent parts, each with their own role and purpose. When all those parts work and work together, the body thrives, but when something goes wrong, things can go awry. And like the human body, a business can't perform at its best until everything is working like a well-oiled machine. That is why we developed the Invent Business Health Check. Using our process, we have been able to set countless construction businesses on the path to good health, and offering the guidance and encouragement of a personal trainer, we support you throughout the entire process. We provide clear and concise guidance to address the specific difficulties your business faces, so you can begin to take corrective action. Thanks for joining us this week on the Construction Big Breakfast. Make sure to visit our website, www.invent.com 
where you can subscribe to the Construction Big Breakfast on all platforms so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a positive rating. Or if you'd simply share it with a friend, that would help us out too. Be sure to tune in for our next episode.